relationships are going somewhere. They have an end or a purpose. Because people are dynamic, then relationships are alive, they're a growing organism, and they're moving someplace. Therefore, the question we need to ask ourselves is, where are they going? Welcome to the Life Athletes Podcast. Remember, it's never a good time to take a vacation on your development. So let's start now with your host, Alejandro. Today, I wanted to share some thoughts and ideas about relationships. Maybe you've heard the term, life moves at the speed of relationships. That certainly resonates with me. And for many of us, as you think of it, relationships are the core or the foundation in many areas of our lives. Think of your personal life. There are some relationships there. Think of your, your work life. Think of your spiritual life, your hobby or your entertainment life. There may be some relationships there. We are influenced heavily by our relationships or our lack thereof. The point being is that relationships are an integral part of our lives. And a while ago, I read a book by Donald Miller. Shout out to Donald Miller. The name of the book was Scary Close. Scary Close. You can look that up or we'll put it in the notes for the podcast. But one of the things that he wrote in the book that stuck to me is that relationships or this concept that relationships are teleological. Relationships are teleological. And you're probably thinking teleo what, Alejandro? This word comes from the Greek root tele or teleos, which means end or purpose. And it's a close relative to the word teleology, which has the basic meaning of the study of ends or purposes. So in essence, when we say relationships are teleological, it means that relationships are going somewhere. They have an end or a purpose. Because people are dynamic, then relationships are alive, they're, they're a growing organism, and they're moving someplace. Therefore, the question we need to ask ourselves is, where are they going? In the day-to-day -day hustle and bustle of life, or what one of my mentors calls the barrenness of busyness, it can be easy to lose intentionality of where a relationship is going. If we are not intentional about being strategic in where the relationship is going, then at that point we allow external forces to begin to heavily influence that relationship. Now, external factors may not all be bad things. However, if they are the primary driver, it means that you are not in that position. You're not the one that is influencing or creating that particular experience. And sometimes that may not be a benefit to you. So that takes us back to understanding this concept of relationships are teleological. Getting some awareness for where is the relationship now? Maybe where has it been and where is it going? So think about some of the key and important relationships in your life and go through this. Write it down. Think about it some. And then that'll give you the, the background or the, the starting point 
for having some dialogue with that person about some of these thoughts. Because remember, you will have to also understand where they're coming from, how they see it. They have a whole different reality than you. Even if you've been working together, if you live together, or if you have a lot of time that you spend together, they still have other perspectives and views that you need to consider. The key is to generate dialogue that will surface some of those assumptions. Because once you address those, then you can move forward and begin to create, as I like to say, some other possibilities of what that relationship may look like in the future. Are you hearing me? The other piece that is critical and that many of us tend to overlook is the reality that people change over time. People change. I was listening to Graham Cook, who I follow, Graham Cook, you can look him up. And he said something that has continued to resonate with me. I think it's very, very insightful. But he indicated that we need to re-engineer our key or our primary relationships every three to five years. And this makes a lot of sense. If you think about it, are you the same person you were three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago? I would think that most of us would say or would answer that question that you are not. If you think about the experiences that you've had, the people that you've been around, maybe the books you've read, the insights that you've had, all those things change us. They change our mindset. They change our behavior. Think of training maybe that, that we've gotten uh, within a professional space. Those things change you, change the way that you approach your job, maybe the way that you approach your family, the way that you show up as a husband, as a wife, uh, as a friend, as a parent. I could go on and on. I can tell you for me personally, over the last five years, I've changed, I think, dramatically in the way that I see things. And it's based on some of the experiences that I've had, some of the growth, uh, the growth that I've endured. It's made a big difference. And think about that for others. We're not the only ones that are changing. Others are changing too. And therefore, we need to consider that. I think of my daughter. My daughter is going to be a teenager in a couple of months. And as I think of that, I've seen some changes now and I cannot relate to her in the way that I related to her when she was eight years old. I'm going to have to shift. When she's 16 or 17, it will be different than where she is now. When she's 21, it will be different. And that's why I see this discipline or this process, this intentional way of saying, all right, we need to re-engineer because maybe things have changed. Think about in a marriage how much we change, even though we're living together, how much people change because of their experiences, and yet we are not being intentional about thinking of the strategy that we need to have or develop as the relationship changes or as time goes by. We can learn from, from companies or businesses that do this. They set vision every few years to determine, okay, what's working, what's not working? Where do we want to take the company? 
And we can learn from that. We can apply that to our own lives. So the onus is on us to then relate to others and to that other person in the relationship as they are now. Not as they were in the past, but as they are now and looking at the next three, four, five years going forward. So if we take these two concepts, understanding that relationships are alive, that they're moving, that they're going someplace, along with re-engineering, this concept of re-engineering our relationships every three to five years, then this allows us to create some intentionality around our thinking, around our own values, what's important to us, to be able to articulate that, but also to become very inquisitive and curious about others. Because just as we have our perspectives in our vision, we can learn about the perspectives and visions of the other person. By doing this, I strongly believe that we put ourselves in a better situation to experience change because we become part of the change or we are the change agent as opposed to waiting or reacting to something that is happening to us. And it also forces us to go to dialogue because that's the only way that we will be able to re-engineer these relationships or understand or create a strategy, a win-win strategy or situation for where a relationship is going. So where can you apply this in your life? Identify at least, I would say, one, two, or three primary relationships. And you can choose any areas of your life. But apply these principles. Begin that action, that work, that dialogue, that thinking. And I'd be curious to see what it does for you. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is adding value to you, please go to iTunes or go to Stitcher, rate and review us because that helps us to build this community and deliver content on a regular basis. Until next time, friends.